Welcome, Sit to Speak family. We have a special treat for you today. We have Casey Whalen here, who is the creator, producer, writer, everything, uh, everything else. Er, <laughs> I do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> of the awesome audio drama series called "We're Alive: A Zombie Story of Survival." It's awesome. I, Casey, I just have to tell you, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank and you. I love We're Alive. Love it. Love I it. love it. Thank I don't know where much. the hell I've even heard of it. Uh, and it's only been a couple of months mm-hmm. that I've since I've heard of We're Alive. But I said, oh, my goodness, I, this sounds great. And I have a long commute. So oh, yeah. I started listening. And I was just amazed by the production value, how mm-hmm. good the stories were, how much I fell in love with the characters from like right. the very first episode. Oh. And see, we're in, I don't know if you know, but we're in Dallas. So, oh, okay. so, and, and we, we commute to our job. So, you know, we listen to podcasts and radio and, you know, Sirius XM and all kind of stuff, you know, at that, oh, at usually a 50 to 60 minute commute one way. Wow. And I mean, we're alive. It's just awesome. It is. Oh, so you're going you're gonna to get through basically like a whole season. Oh in, yeah. In a week. Oh well, yeah. Well, I have. <laughs> I've, I've, I started slow. And now I listen. I didn't. I listen to it when I go to sleep. <laughs> although that's kind of hard because I end up staying awake too long. Well, and it'll keep you awake with some of those explosions. Yes, too, it so. will. Yeah, and that's another. Th- okay, so oh, are we ready so, to get into it? Yes. Hold on. I had my, right. my question. So, <laughs> She's excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I really am excited. So, how did you start? I know you've probably answered this question a thousand times. He has. But when you came up with this concept, did you have under, did you know how big it was going to be that you would have this many episodes, this many chapters? Did you have the full story well, the, kind of the, in your mind? The interesting thing was, um, actually, I didn't have every detail. I kind of knew where I wanted it to go at the beginning. What I did was when the initial concept like came about, and I was basically one of the the big draws of this this series was kind of injecting my military experience into it and kind of like showing what oh, these yeah. people would be like in these situations because a lot of people um and a lot of the shows and things that I've seen are like this is not how people respond i mean most people yeah. deal with high stress situations similar to what they deal with we're alive they're joking they're mm-hmm. making fun i mean even though it's high intensity mm-hmm. they yeah. do that that's how this, that's how soldiers basically calm down and come down from these highs of of missions and things is they have to have some semblance of normalcy and you know it does uh it does feel like in my opinion it 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 feels like it rings true because of the military aspect of it. And I thought, yeah, this is really believable. You know, yeah, we, there's yeah. the, well, the military aspect. I mean, I get to have my, my firsthand experience from that, but also like everything in a series, like when you get uh, further on and deep, deep into the, the lore of the series, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff has been researched over and over and over. Like, um, this doesn't spoil anything, but there is a, mm-hmm. a helicopter that is involved with the story in some capacity. And I like interviewed a helicopter pilot and the mechanic. Wow. And, and I was so going to ask you about that. Out. Yeah. That's good. I'm on chapter 28. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. You're in, pretty deep in. Yeah. yeah. You're deep in. I'm deep. <laughs> you're deep. I'm kind of scared to keep going because I don't want it to be over, but <laughs> that's a problem oh, that last I have. Season, that last season is yeah, a but you're co- coaster. You're coming out with uh oh, wait, wait, wait. Lockdown so, though, right? But, okay. Mm-hmm. But, right. um, so I I was going to ask you about that with all of the equipment and the helicopters and the and the guns 
um, how you, well, now I know you, you were in the military, so you had some kind of experience with that, but did you have to do a lot of research for the other? Um, yeah, what I didn't know, I kind of had to learn. Um, and some of the most simple things that you would think that would be very easy were incredibly hard, like how to grow a garden. That's not like just, you know, a normal garden, but an actual like sustainable mm-hmm. source of food and like how you, cause you have to rotate the soil and you have to like dif- try different crops in different locations and you can't have certain crops next to other ones cause they can poison each other. And it's like, whoa, I had no wow. idea. Hmm. I either. Okay, well, I have some more basic questions about your actual series and stuff, and that is, you know, okay, this started in 2009, correct? Yes. And, you know, The Walking Dead started in 2010. They beat me to the punch. Well, well not there's yet. a whole lot of stuff in there that's similar to your story, and I was reading where uh, uh, your series, Where Alive, started out as a pitch to a a movie studio right yeah it was it was put together no one um the people that i sent it out to didn't take it seriously ah so and and i didn't get really and it was a lot of um because and this this is i mean i was very young when i first started the series so i kind of didn't know how to get it out there so you know you, you you do that you you contact people, you do a bunch of like um, sort of like cold pitches and things like that or, or unsolicited materials is what they call them when they're not actually accepting submissions. So I see some of that. But I'm I'm certain that none of my outlines leaked to Walking Dead terms. I'm, I'm certain of that much, at least. Well, uh, let's hope I, not. I don't think so. so let's hope not. But you know what? I do have to admit, though, that when I'm first listening to We're Alive, uh, it really, it really did hit me because number one, you're holed up in a tower, and number two, don't the, tell too much. <laughs> your zombies, <laughs> well, the tower comes well, no, but your zombies are fast, like oh, World shit. War Z. I wasn't prepared for that, so that was like <laughs> that's awesome. That was so awesome. Now, Casey, why did you make them suckers so damn fast? They're so fast. Well, they're fast, and there's some that are a Smart. little bit more different than that yeah. too. So <laughs> there's some that are different. And it's like, well, th- well, think of it like this. Do you, you remember when you saw Jurassic Park um, yes. for the first time? Yeah. They did something with dinosaurs that no one else ever did was they made them more dangerous. And how they make them more dangerous is they made them more intelligent. Mm-hmm. And intelligence yes. is the greatest mm-hmm. threat uh, to anybody, whether it is in combat, whether it is like um, that's the reason why we are the dominant species on the pa- planet is because of intelligence. And uh-huh. so that is the number one, like, dangerous thing. So if you combine that with just uh, a lot of other things that I won't describe of the reasons why they are they are, yeah. um, then they become incredibly hostile. Uh, wow. Yes. And I just want to say, okay, so if you were in We're Alive, <laughs> how long would you last? Because my ass would be dead within, like, two seconds because I can't run and I cannot run fast. Um, I don't know. It depends. Like, and that's, that's something I think that we didn't really explore much with the series is, um, d- well, it's, it's sort of there, but it's not really talked about is the sheer fact of you just have to be in the right place at the right time yeah. when everything yeah. goes bad. Although yeah. I'm a dog lover. So I would have been like Saul and I would have went back for my dog. Um, no. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people would die because of, of their, their dogs. heart Thank and you. attachment to other things. <laughs> well, Thank you. Yeah. but Hey, 
No, they no, would no. just have to get me. My <laughs> chihuahua, who likes to bark all the damn time, would have to go because she would be alerting people to where I am hiding. Do you want to hear something really dark on top of, like, so, sort of, like, commenting on this? Uh-oh. Yes, yes. Uh, one of the reasons why there's, like, very few kids in the series is because mm-hmm. they would be too slow and <laughs> also people would be going... But like try and get their kids and stuff. So it's like they oh. would become easier targets. And it's yeah. just reality of how it would be. You know, that's a good that's like, point. Well, it's like nature that lions yeah. go for the baby, you know, antelopes. Yeah. Because they're slower. That's yeah. true. They're, they're going to go for the young. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, I would only last. I, well, I've always <laughs> said my strategy with a zombie apocalypse would be the duck and hide strategy <laughs> because I couldn't hang with, I don't know how to shoot a gun, first of all, but I couldn't hang with running for so long. Okay. Well, well what <laughs> I want to know, right. What I want to know also is, um, you know, okay. So you said you were young when you first started the series and stuff, but what drew you to an audio serialized drama, which now we know podcasting is real, real big now, but it wasn't yeah. then. Back then, it was it was there, and uh, weirdly enough, I was listening to – it's a combination of things, actually. One of them was I was listening to a podcast at the time um, from a basically a, a talk show pair that was going off the air, and they were going to be revived on their podcast channel. And it was really a lot of fun, and I enjoyed it, and uh, it was a great show. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is a really cool like distribution medium is you can go directly from a publication right. directly to the consumer. And it's like, oh, that's a great – way of like being able to be self-published and i'm like and it's based on reviews and so i'm like oh okay well if so if you if you find something and make this work it's like if you build it they will come um and so so that was that was like one inspiration the other part was i worked on um my senior thesis was an animation and i did a lot of voice recording for it and the animation was horrible um, I, I finished it. it. I mean, I, I learned that I really am not cut out to be an animator. I was uh, technically, I was able to handle some of the things, but I was like, uh, maybe this isn't the feel for me. Yeah. Um, but the great thing was I, I listened to the performances and I'm like, wait a minute, these, I can almost follow the story better by the audio than I can with the, vi- the like crap visuals right, I threw up there. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is the avenue I can produce because uh, I was looking at short term films, like really 15 minutes, five minutes. And I'm like, no one can get attached to characters or a story that's only five, ten minutes long. No one's going to even follow what's going on. You need to do something more big and or mm-hmm. just a vast, like a long story. And I was like, this would be, this every little piece came together and was like, here we go. Let's make we're alive. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. And I think. One thing that really does uh, help with people, and that is because they aren't like an hour and and or ninety minutes long. They're like twenty, thirty minute clips, and then you have to go to the next one. Yeah, ju- ju- just about the time of your commute. Yes, it's almost, almost planned out that way. <laughs> I could probably I fit in about three of them in the commute. <laughs> three <Lord>. or four. <laughs> yeah, it's ugly. So you, you I wanted- would benefit from the uh, the the published versions that just are the chapters by themselves. Yeah, breaks in between. Yes. Yeah, uh huh. I would. So have so as you were uh, casting for We're Alive, did you ever lend your voice to one of the characters, or did you say no? I have too much to do anyway. Oh no! Oh, as a as a main character, no. Uh, I never wanted to be a main character in the series, just because um, at the time I was like looking at all the other like 
audio dramas that were being made in the like the there's like the amateur space that was out there and I was like there seems to be a lot of writer, director, producer, actors and they're like <laughs> They're, yeah. they're giving themselves a lot of the best lines just yeah. because they, mm-hmm. they think they can do what they're doing. And the, when you do that, you can't focus on anything else. You're not focusing on anybody else's performance. You're True. focused on yourself. And it's like that's not the combination you want for, for production. Um, but I am in the series. I'm, I'm, the, I'm in the first chapter. And I think in total I play a total of, I think, 40 different voices in the series, really? like in the background. All the background. Wow. People. Yeah, I do a lot of the the zombie noises myself too uh, at the beginning. <laughs> and uh, and too. if you oh, get, they were freaky. Um, the the kinds that start with the letter B. I don't want to spoil it, but yes. I did those voices as well. Ooh, okay, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, me too. Okay, those suckers. Oof. And so when you're in a studio, like, do all of your actors come in at one time and and and? Do you do it like a stage play, like in sequence, or how do you do that? Well, we the nice thing is we can record out of order, but we typically want to have as many of the actors in the scene at the same time because there's so much like synergy and energy between everybody when they're right. when they're bouncing off each other. And you, if you don't have that, you sort of lose the idea of having improvisation and spontaneity in the scene. And it tends to just kind of be very stagnant. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of animation films are like that, too, because they, they yeah. bring in the big actors and they record them all separately and they never get to play. And yeah. It's like, no, yeah. they, they need to feed off, play each, off other. each other. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, because the, the characters in your story, in my opinion, I mean, they all interact very well, even when they're arguing and stuff with one another, because that's what I love you that. do. That's real. Oh, yeah. That's the real. I mean, it, it's like they're really friends and know each other you know so. yeah and, that, so, and that's that comes from i mean that that comfortability and just just the uh way you respond to like a conversation you you tailor it to the last line that was spoken to you and it's like you can't do that unless you're communicating yeah yeah so you have some back and forth that's a good point so when you were auditioning for folks what were you how did you choose i'm sure you had a lot of different people how did you choose you know your main characters how did you choose your secondary that was um, it was it was a hard process. Matter of fact, uh, we did a lot of role swapping. Where like the uh, Nate G's who plays Saul, we had him read for Michael. He actually came in for Michael. Really? And he's like, "Yeah, I want to be the lead." And then when we offered him Saul, he was like, "Well, I don't know." And he's like, "That was the best decision I ever made." <laughs> he's perfect. I love Saul. Yeah, no, he's definitely, <laughs> definitely Saul, and he had so much more fun being that role <laughs> than he would have been Michael. So. And we did some ad- adaptations too. Like uh, when we first brought in Datu, the role was actually uh, made for Jesus, which was oh. a, a maintenance guy in the building. And then um, because Jay Alagario came in, and I, I was like, "Well, do you do any accents?" Because his performance was really, was really good, but uh, he just it, it didn't have that element for the other characters that I felt like was was fitting for him. And mm-hmm. then he did Datu, and I'm like, "Okay, perfect. Now we have." <laughs> The maintenance of the, the heart of the story is, is yeah. Doctor. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He oh, is. that is awesome. That is so cool. I know that is just, and mm. I like. I re- I've heard um, Jim. I think is his name, Michael. Yeah, Jim Gleason. I've heard him on another um, series somewhere. I can't remember which one it is though. Hmm. He's been on. Uh, if you look him up on IMDb, he's he's scattered everywhere. I'll have like, to do he's that. Been on a lot of different shows. He was on The Butler. Um, just a just. Everywhere. I heard wow. him on another audio drama. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the name of it, but 
So I remember when I first started listening, I was like, wait a minute, I haven't heard that voice before. So did you think it was going to go for like four seasons? Yeah. When you started out? The initial plan was three. um, And then I realized that I couldn't do it in three. And so I made it four. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the, the, the four season would have been way too rushed cause I was basically, um, the, the entire time I was writing the content, not the time. And I was like, okay, here's my, there's my finish line. Gotcha. How long is it going to take me to get there? And I just mm. kind of like, you know, planned it out from how long uh, did it take season. four? Well, four. It took, no, yeah, no, no. It took four but I mean, se- how long did it take to write like your first yeah. season? Yeah. Um, actually, did you have it all written? I'm sorry, I'm keep interrupting. But did you no, have no, it all ri- written before you started, or were you writing as you went? Um, I outline everything uh, way in advance. Like big, the big stuff is all outlined uh, just months and months and months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And then what I'll do uh, when where live was going on, I actually wrote two chapters at a time specifically, and then uh, just kept on doing that every other month. So I'd basically, we would be writing a chapter a month as we were also editing and it producing at the same time. Wow. Which is That's sometimes chaotic, but also yes. it also lets you uh, have a little bit more flexibility in writing. And something I discovered was like if I have something that I needed to clarify or change to make you know the the listener you know understand something better, I can do that a little bit you know, more dynamically because I'm still working on the next, you know, script that comes out. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So how did you get all of the wonderful, wonderful sound effects that you have? Because uh, so much in each scene, you know, they don't even talk about, but you have so many sound effects that shows exactly what they're doing, what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's just That's- really good. Yeah, thank you. That's well. That's one of the things that I think that we kind of shine about because most most of these stories that you listen to, they don't use sound as a character itself. Yes, they they use sound as just an assistant to the people in the scene rather than letting it drive. And I'm like, no, let it let it sit in the driver's seat for like entire scenes, um, and and just let it keep going. Like uh, there's a there's a there's a later scene where somebody is shot and you mm-hmm. you witness it. But you don't know who did it, and you can only do that yeah. with sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so, so like things like that. So, we, and we also do a lot of foley work where everything is super tailored and customed to what they're doing, all the way down to like the small scrapes of their their feet, the leaning back in a chair, and the creaks here and there. Yes. Everything is, yeah. is purely intentionally put there. Okay, that was a good uh, oh. chapter. That. What you just said. Yeah, that, 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 that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we try not to give anything away. I was like, damn, who, who the, who the, f- <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of frustration moments. And, and one of the nice things is I, I guarantee if you do have a question of that happens in the series, we do answer it in the end or the best way that we can. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So if there's something we're like, oh, I wonder about, it's it's probably in there. Or well, if it's not completely answered, it might mm-hmm. be that we're actually working on something else to follow up where live stuff. Like there are some things that we wrap up from where live in lockdown. So I mean, the, okay, there there good. are more things coming. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Constantly building and expanding the world. Mm-hmm. So lockdown will it be a continuation like after the end of we're live series, or will it be kind of a. Uh, like co- parallel time yeah, it, time frame. Um, I don't want to spoil too or, much, but yeah. I can tell you it takes place at multiple times of the Where Live timeline. Ooh. Oh, cool! So you you the the main part of the story goes back to the very initial uh, part of the outbreak. 
Ooh. Okay, good. So you get the you most of that uh, experience is is the story, but then there are other time periods that you do experience inside of lockdown. Like uh, there actually is a preview. Once you get done with We're Alive, there's a 15 minute preview of it, and um, that scene that we have online right now that you can listen to. That's the preview for lockdown. Yeah, uh, takes place um, after a certain point near the end, and I can't spoil it because you haven't gotten to the end yet. Yeah, right. right. Don't do that. And- <laughs> Now, what, one thing I wanted to ask you is how, I mean, what amazes me about this, about We're Alive is that I was like, okay, I know where they're going. They're doing this. I know what's going to happen. And then totally the fucking opposite happens. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. my mind is blown. I'm like, what the hell? I didn't even think that was a possibility. Well, and then like a, another chapter later, it kind of comes back around. Yep. And then what you were talking about earlier about the mystery I felt like, I'm like, well, shit, are we ever going to get to, you know, because you kind of go on to somewhere else, but then it kind of comes back around. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. How it's, do you, how do you. That's pacing. Work that. I know, but. Well, I don't know that because I'm not a writer, <laughs> but how it's, it's do like you painting, work that in? <laughs> yeah. It's like pacing and plant and payoff. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of it has to do with just knowing your story really well mm-hmm. and planning it out ahead of time. Like, um. I try to find natural ways of having the the, the characters um, – what's, what's a good way of, of, of putting it? Um, their motivations have to uh, come in line with an event that comes later on. It has to – basically, you can't just go from scene to scene and just let them happen and randomly mm-hmm. have things yes. like, oh, encountered. You have to actually have a character motivate them into there. Yeah. So you sort of draw mm-hmm. yourself a map and you know where you're at. And then so if you just like, oh, OK, well, in order to get there – I need to start here. And that's where you figure out how to put the plants in the beginning that basically make the big scenes happen later. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah, and in audio drama, you can't really do much exposition. You can't, Mm -hmm. like, you you have no visuals. Right. So sometimes you have to set something up really deep and early on. And then so the plant and payoffs just really work well in audio dramas for that reason. That's why I think in this series, your use of uh, sound as a character is just... It's just a plus because you you get the feeling of every single thing without visually seeing anything. Yeah, that, that is just very very good, very well done, very well. Thank yes, you. It yeah, is. that's that's one of our main goals. Is like just you have to feel like you're there. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You really we do, do. <laughs> especially when they run in. Now, one question I have, and that's interesting about the writing part of a project like this, and I'm sure TV too. Is, do you, like in between seasons, in between writing, do you ever listen to critics or comments or feedback and how do you either incorporate it or not incorporate it into what you're doing for future um, episodes? Um, well, one or of did it. did you have any? You, you no, I, I did. I, I'm very, my, my heart is on my shoulder when it comes to sometimes getting reviews, but Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, someone dared gave you a jacked up review. What the oh, fuck? No, they're there. They're, they're, <laughs> go to iTunes and go to the most critical. And you, you can see them in there. What? And some of them are just like, there are, what's really angering is when you see someone who is technically quote unquote, like a competition podcast, who's trying yes. to make something similar to you <gasps> yes. and they bash you just because they want to bring your ratings down. You know what? That's we've we've had that too. Yeah. We've, we've had, had that. that too. Yeah. That it does happen. That's some it's, bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, really, it really is. It's, at the end of the day. If one of us gets high, then the rest of us right. gets high. I mean, it doesn't yeah. make any sense to bash well, each other. You know, 
I freely admit that we don't take that very well. And what we no, do is we, what we do on our next podcast is we tend to like cuss them out. Okay. Yeah, you take the direct approach. Oh yeah. We, well, we, we have done that. We, we have done that. We, yeah. we try to tone it we down a little bit. We got a one star yeah. review saying that we were loud Woo! and we were cacklers. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Uh, Why are you listening? Shit. Yeah. Turn and, the shit off. And then, then uh, some of our listeners who got who, on them, who email us uh, all the time and write us and stuff, then they got on them too so you know we don't, uh, you, have, you have an army Just oh wait. yeah we do we got a sister speak nation so anyway so what do you answer do? yeah so what yeah, did you, you do when that happened well one, one of the things is you can't you can never take it personally but what you can do is you want to look and myself as a writer i'd always look for areas that people were confused okay i was looking for areas that it, it not not that they're wrong but that they're misinterpreting something mm. in the story, that means that I'm not um, uh. communicating with them as, as well as I could. Mm. So I might make some adjustments or might change a line later on or make something more clear. That way they're more understanding what's going on in the story. That way it's constantly building off of each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to get a little bit more tailored to the listener. But if someone just says, I hate Datu, you know, you can't, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, so you, true. you just, you have to, you have to brush it off and, one of the other things is if you get criticism for something you're doing early on and they're like, well, this doesn't make any – I don't understand or, or they're just mad at a character's doing something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the, the the person has no idea what the big picture is. They don't – they're looking at just a microcosm mm. of what the story is rather than being like, OK, well, here's where we've been. Here's where we're going. They don't see that. So you have to kind yeah, of sometimes right. have like the – you know what? Let them feel that way now. We'll fi- we'll Later on, they'll understand. You know, that's a very good point because like when you're reading a book, you know, by the time you get to the end of the book, then you see all the other stuff you didn't like ahead of time, you know, but yeah, in a serialized drama, then you have to wait. Yeah, no, that should be with every story, but often with most stories that I've seen to be encountering, especially in in a lot of the films I've watched lately, Mm -hmm. they just, they seem not to care about what the characters are going through in the adventure. There's no epilogues in a lot of films nowadays, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, what are you doing? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to know what happens to the characters. Do you not care that I care about them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same thing with TV shows. That's our complaint with... Yeah. A lot of things. A lot of uh, zombie-themed things. We'll put it that way. Well, you know, we only do The Walking Dead, really, but for zombies. But we do other shows, and sometimes a storyline, it goes one way, and you're like, wait, what? Why And they, they just drop that? the whole character or something. Yeah, they'll just yeah, drop the Or there's the inconsistency from one season to the next. Like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. No, she was afraid of heights in the first season. Exactly. Why you know what? That is so true. That's what galls me. It's like, this character would not do this. Mm-hmm. Do they not go back and watch what they did in previous seasons? <laughs> you know, I know one of the reasons why that is, and this is one of the reasons why I love being just a single single writer show mm-hmm. is people they, they switch writing teams so often that yeah. they're that there's no authentic authenticity to the characters anymore they seem to be just like going about and they don't have uh, like one person to rein them in and make sure yes. that they're consistent that's and you, a good I think point. that's true because it, it's so especially in well hell all of our shows that we love really it happens on occasion not all the time but it's like, did, did they not have the writer for this episode watch the other episodes first? Yeah. Or they just said, we'll take it. And no one's there well, saying, no, that character would not do that because of this reason. And Well, I'd like to know, like, what even drew you to writing this story? Are you like a horror fan or do you like science fiction or, you know, just 
Um, I, I like I like I liked science fiction. I think would be the the best quote for that. Um, I to be honest, and a lot of people shame me for this, but I'm not. I wasn't the biggest zombie fan before I started We're Alive. Mm, um, okay. I just. I saw it as I, I did like zombie. There's some zombie films I did love, um, but a lot of them I saw that were done wrong, or in my opinion, what I think were wrong, and that's why I kind of created We're Alive because I thought, you know what, I could do this a little bit better. <laughs> and you did. Oh yeah. So it's what do you say good. to people that say I don't like zombies, so I'm not going to listen or watch or whatever, you know? Well, then I usually actually I don't even say anything. If someone says that on a on a feed or post, I, usually it's a fan. It's afterwards. It's like actually you might enjoy this. It's a lot about the people. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's it is it is sort of science fiction, but also we're live isn't necessarily overtly gory or violent. Like it's it's kind of that's true. It, it it has some it has some intense moments and it doesn't shy away from some of the things it does, but it it really doesn't. You know, it doesn't do anything that's that's overtly violent or you don't really see a lot of gore. It does have those moments, but those moments are then just a little bit more powerful. Yeah, it's yeah. not gratuitous. It's yeah. Not- yeah. yeah, yeah. Because, it, you mean, make make the moments that are that you really want to have intense, <laughs> they get to be more intense because you don't go to that level normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I tell. I mean, I usually tell people it's not really about the zombies. It's about, it's about the, people. the people and how mm-hmm. they survive and how they make decisions to, you know, do whatever yeah. they're going to do. Because the zombies aren't the characters. They can't drive mm-hmm. a story. It's no. not the person you got to relate to. It's the people that are that are there in the background and ha- you have to relate to them in order to, you know, even care about them because that's the big thing is you have to care. Yes. If you write really crappy characters and a really <laughs> desperate, you know, story, no one no one's going to care. They're right. not going to care at all. So, can you tell us what you're working on now? Are you working on a- Maybe an offshoot or... Well, he's working on the... Yeah, the lockdown. lockdown. Actually, um... No, once, I meant other than lockdown. Oh, um... So lockdown is kind of sort of taking up all my time right now. But okay. um, I do have another story um, in the works. Uh, actually, there's two things that are coming up. One of them is actually a project that I'm not writing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, coming out. Uh, we got some really big names attached to it. Uh, and I'm kind of sort of like the... The line producer who knows how to make audio dramas. So I'm I'm kind of coming into this project with some there's like a, a big writer that's attached and it's it's kind of cool. It's uh, we're, we're gonna do that one. Um, I believe it's gonna be coming out in the fall. Wow! Uh, I can't tell you. I can't say the details yet, but no. I guarantee it's it's pretty big. It's gonna be an audio product product mm-hmm. too. It will be it will be an audio drama, and I'm kind of they're they're bringing me in to kind of spearhead. The audio, to make sure it's as as good of an audio drama as we can make it in terms of using the tools that I've sort of like learned and developed over with We're Alive. That's awesome. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, and then so that so that one comes out in the fall, and then the next thing I've been working on is I've been developing another series. Um, I actually have two other series that are I'm waiting to launch, but I'm waiting for the right time um, and funding in order to do it because We're Alive. I'll be honest, we we did a lot with incredibly low amounts of money. Uh-huh. Um, and then as you grow, you can't operate at the same level before because... That's true. Like uh, a lot of the actors, we we worked out special contracts with them where they, they basically worked for next to nothing but, but residuals. Right. Um, whereas now we've gotten to a point where we almost, because the World Life has been successful, we can't offer people no pay because they see it's successful. Right. So right. it's like, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, this isn't a grassroots project, so we can't, we have to sort of scale with it. So I, I kind of want to be able to do this next series like full time, a lot of focus where 
Like we're live. I've I've been doing uh, well, having a nine to five day job. So oh, you have a day job? I do. I'm an uh, engineer at a university. Oh hell! Wow, and you do this too? Yeah. Oh my uh, god! So it's it's it is <laughs> oh, a lot to, no. to yes. handle at the same time. And I was basically while we're live was going on working an eight hour day, and then coming home and right. editing for five or six more. And it's like oh my gosh, that that's amazing. Destroys you after time. Oh, yes. you know what? I will never ever ever complain about having to do a podcast again. <laughs> That's a mother Because, sh- I mean, we work day jobs too, but, oh, Lord. No, but the thing is, Sister J, <laughs> Sister J just talk. All I do is talk, <laughs> dot, 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 I have asked. And give excellent advice, I, I said, might add. Hey, I teach you. I will say she the one thing that uh, that I had in the beginning of We're Alive and and, and sort of look, looking back at that question a long time ago is like, did I think that it would ever become something? And it's it's one of those things where if you build it, they will come. If you put the time and effort yes. into something and you're mm-hmm. passionate about it and your passion goes into something, it will come back uh, tenfold. I mean, it, yes. it, it will resonate. And that's kind of what you have to do is, you know, just work at it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sister Jay, you hear that, Sister Jay? Uh, we have been podcasting for uh, many, many, many years. And, and yes, I understand that. But, but- you know... And I, I have no case- desire to learn the technical side <laughs> well, but, of Casey things. is right. As it grows, you get more pulled away. Mm-hmm. More things that you do, you kind of need a little bit of help. And I have one word for you. Delegate. <laughs> <laughs> Other than me. Uh-huh. I was just going to say, delegate to who? Who's that? <laughs> so can you tell us what the... Uh, Subject matter is of your new series, or, or do you not want to say yet? Oh, um, the, uh, the, there's two new series. The, the one that's most rec- the most likely to come out first is uh, the only title that it has. The only information I've ever leaked is uh, it's just hashtag TMM, just three letters. Ooh. Um, Ooh. So that's the title of the of the actual story, but you don't know what those letters stand for right. until you launch Ooh. it out. So thinking- it lets me tease it and talk about it without fully. <laughs> That uh, reminds me of away. Teenage Mutant there's, Ninja there's certain Turtles. things about it, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, cool. Marketing. I'm just kind of marketing it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are there any shows that you are like rabid fans? I mean, do you feel weird having people just get so excited to talk to you like we are? No, no, I love it because <laughs> okay, what it good. does is it, like um, the, I've, I've been describing this. We actually are doing, uh, we're launching something called Apartment 2C. I saw is, that. Yeah, it's it's a, it's sort of like a live stream of we're live bringing our stuff to YouTube, and uh, it's sort of like a talk show afterwards where I'm talking about inspirations and things like that. Wow. I love um, interviewing on podcasts and doing interviews because it's I'm kind of learning how to communicate better and and be a better presenter of this material, mm-hmm. and it helps me pitch stuff. Oh yes, I'm gonna have to check that out. Oh yeah. I did see it. I haven't had a chance to check it out I did see that. And, you know, I just noticed the other day that there is a We're Alive app. There Uh, is on the iOS store. It's basically like a way to get to the episodes, the forum, the chat window, all that kind of stuff that we have in the background. It's it's a little old, but it still works pretty well. So did you develop that? Uh, I personally didn't develop it. Uh, I worked with somebody uh, who was a fan overseas to go through all the the pieces of it. Okay, um, and nice. he, he put it together. I've, I have attempted to try and learn that stuff, but 
the amount of complexities behind them, I'm like, you have, you don't quit your day job. You can't, yeah. <laughs> and you already have a day job and a second night. Don't, <laughs> don't quit your second day job on top of the day job. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> now, what do you, if, if you, well, if you ever have any time to watch anything, what, what are you watching now on TV? Or what are you listening to as a podcast? Um, I haven't been able to listen to much stuff because uh, I have a uh, one month old right now. That's oh, right. I saw right. that picture on Twitter. It's so cute. Oh, he's he's adorable. Oh, I, he's so he's cute. Just, yeah, he is. He's overwhelming me at the moment. Uh, my <laughs> wife is like taking over full time right now with him, so I can keep yeah. working on lockdown because I've been pulled away for a bit. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we've been watching a lot of TV. I'm a huge fan of Parks and Rec and The Office. Oh, I love Parks and Rec. <laughs> oh, Lord. Treat yourself. Yeah. Oh, I love Parks and Rec. I uh, love a good. Let's see here. I like, weirdly enough, Gilmore Girls is, is really well done. Yeah, um, I never watched that, but I heard it's really good. It's really, I mean, really witty dialogue. And um, one of the things I like about it is they kind of, uh, they they do a lot with a little like it's just a mm-hmm. small town but they do some dynamic storylines and it's 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 really well done the characters are very well developed and it's one of those things where like you can hear a line but no one else can say it but that character so it's mm-hmm. very well written um and of course i'd say probably on the top of the list is game of thrones oh yes na, now we do a game na, of thrones na, podcast na, oh please na, don't na, Anyway, she has that for her ringtone, actually. I love Game of Thrones. I cannot wait. Oh, I know. This next season, like, George, George. That's up, man. Well, see, I I have, I I was going to read the books, and I said, nope, I'm just going to enjoy the show. I think enjoying the show is better. I have enjoyed the show. Yeah, uh, I I did some of the books. Uh, Mm -hmm. I will say... And I, the writing is good in the books. I do like them for what they are, but in terms of entertainment quality, yes, I kind of like the show better. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. It is so. I think the good. show is very entertaining. I haven't they read fix any some of the things books. that I think he does wrong in the books too. Mm-hmm. So it's, they, 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 I think they simplify things, and that's definitely something that I think it was needed. Yes, because that, I mean, you well, get a little confused if you're not paying attention. And I read the first two. I was like, you know, that's too much for me. My opinion is, you know, if you're telling a fiction story, I don't care if you have built your own world, which is what they tell you in in science fiction shows. Mm -hmm. uh, If you can't write a really good story in less than those thousand pages he got, you need a good (laughs) editor. That's what I'm saying. Well, he's got a lot of different families and people and things in the story. That's too daggum long. I, I will Georgia say, I will defend his length because there there's some stuff in his writing. Like some of the things that's lost in the show is some of the subtext and the family history. Yes. And like, there's a richness true. in there that's really well done. There that is. is true. There is. Because I have read some of the, uh, the, the the background on like the different houses and the different characters. And it is very good. So Casey, let's, real quick. Uh, what's, what's happening with John? Is the Red Witch going to be? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, um, stretch my little writing. writing uh, <laughs> um, he most likely is going to come back in one or two shapes. One of them, he's going to be either uh, a White Walker or he's going to be raised up by the Red Priestess. Because basically there's two yes. sides to this fire and ice. You have yes. the side of fire, which is the Lord of Light. And you have the side of the White Walkers, which is the ice. Um, ice. Which, by the way, I don't think either one is good or bad. I think it's yeah. just two different sides of this war that they're mm-hmm. completely skewing from each other. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the thing that I was really disappointed about, and that is 
we got the most wonderful, wonderful picture of Ice King. You mm-hmm. remember when he took that baby? Yeah. And then we didn't see him again that was for a, like... That wasn't the king, though. That was a White Walker that took the baby. That was the king guy. No, that was... Uh, that was oh, you the, mean at the end the that rose king. the baby up. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Is it the Knight's King? Yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. So, you Someone know. accidentally leaked that on the comment on a picture for promotions. Oh, no. They actually had a name. I think oh. that guy is... Um, I'm, I'm really just... D- jumping out uh, uh, spoilers <laughs> yeah. here. I think that was uh, an old commander of the Night's Watch. I think that's who he was. Oh, really? Oh, I think so. they should have clarified that. See, then. and the other thing I want to know yeah. is where is Uncle Benjen? They we've never seen what happened to him. Yeah. I think I think what mm-hmm. uh, I think Benjen Stark is going to be our bridge to mm. the White Walker world. Mm-hmm. Like I think we're going to find out exactly what is going on behind their lines because the the they're obviously the the force of of evil that we see in the story but maybe they're not as evil as we think we don't know maybe the dragons and old valyria was the old world that fell and it was really bad under humans i don't know oh that's well, a good point okay well we do know the dragons were used for evil <laughs> purposes <laughs> okay well that's enough of that dragon yeah. fight yeah. Well, white was, walk- maybe well, white walkers don't kill themselves uh their own people and then like we do you know on the true. on that side so maybe that's we are true. the worst that hey good point very good point. i i'm really looking forward to that coming back that's just excellent oh yeah oh yeah me too uh april something 27th <laughs> yes it's just around the corner too 27th circle it on the calendar <laughs> Oh, I'm watching season, uh, I think season five, like progressively one week uh, in advance uh, leading up to the next season. Oh, that's, see, and I didn't, I didn't like season five as much as the rest of them, but it's still good. It's still I just yeah, didn't. it's, it's a building, it's a building season. They're yeah. building something. Yeah. Ooh, but and also some... I think they got in a weird spot because the books ended and they're like, well, right. we can't go too far. And now with season six, they're like, well, we just have to. Yes. Yeah. We just have yes. to go, go for it. Yeah. That's going to be great. I'm glad you have some you have some good taste. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to like good things to make good things. See? Oh, there I like go. that. I like that. That's a you good quote. Treat yourself. Yeah. Treat yourself. <laughs> I even said it wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's got to be yoke. Oh, <laughs> treat yourself. Treat Lord, yourself. Lord. That's okay. so good. No, nope, did it wrong again. All right. <laughs> I was gonna give up. <laughs> well, Casey, is there any? Are there any events that you're going to be having? Are you going? I know that y'all sometimes go to some of the cons. Or is, is there anything coming up this year that you're going to be attending? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll be at we'll be at San Diego Comic Con this year. Right now, we're just so hard pressed and um, in production <laughs> mode that mm-hmm. I, like I there's nothing else on the radar that I don't think we're going to do any public appearances until lockdown's yeah. done. We're anyway. basically locking ourselves in the room until it's finished. Right. And you have the new baby, too, so that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that added that's some awesome. more that's We awesome. lost an editor in the beginning. It's just... it's <laughs> Lockdown has had a lot of bumps along the road. Um, that like means I, it's going to be good. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's it's really good, but I just want it to come together as, as, as much and as amazing as I have in my mind. As you can. Mm, yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Casey, for taking time with us. We have appreciated it and loved thank every minute so of it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sister J and Sister K. Love it. Well, as soon as... Um, uh, lockdown comes out. We'll definitely be listening. The yes. full, the full lockdown. You'll have to let me know how, what you think, and be you can be honest. I, I can take it. Oh yeah, we we're will. honest. Yeah, we we're very honest. <laughs> well, let me know when you get to the end of the series because either you're gonna hate me or love me. I don't oh, know. Oh shit! <laughs> Wait a minute now. 
now wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. You might rescind this entire entire conversation. Wait. Now all my favorites gonna still be breathing, aren't they? I cannot confirm. I'm sure you're gonna have anything. to kill off some of them. Now look, you can't no kill one... off. I, well, I like it. I wait. like it when you kill off folk. Though, no way. That's. I'm still waiting. You probably remember where I'm at. I'm on t- chapter 28. I'm still waiting for no spoilers. I know who. How can I say this? <laughs> I'm still let, waiting a- for two of the people. <laughs> To come back that like okay. maybe somehow they oh, yeah. were able to okay somehow you know survive <laughs> i can't give it say time. anything else give it time i like i said all questions are answered oh ooh, I feel- <laughs> don't really? give her no hint don't give oh, her yeah, no, no hint. everything every aspect of a uh, hanging chat of the story i made sure we we answered um i even had a q a when the story was done i was like all right who's got questions left because i'll answer them okay good so maybe uh Mm-hmm. All right, come on. One syllable name is no. coming oh, back. Oh, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to really... spoil my own story. I'm going to let you experience it. That's I really love that don't character. Don't tell. Don't too. tell. I okay. love that character. Oh, gosh, it's so good. Well, thank you so much, Casey. Everyone, please go out and download We're Alive. It is an awesome, awesome audio series. You will Quality love it. work. You will not be able to put your iPhone down. Casey, thank you so much. Thank you. This has been great. 